Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Bill Westrom. He is the CEO of Truth in Equity and also Credit Line Banking, which is a way for people to move their money more efficiently, pay their debts off much more quickly. Welcome to the Money Answer Show, Bill. Well, thank you very much, Jordan. Good to be here. Just give us a brief history of uh, your, your history and how you got to where you are today. Okay. Well, what started out to be a run-of-the-mill mortgage broker job in 1996, in Clear Mission in 2002, when I was introduced to an Australian method of, of mortgaging through a, a HELOC, and I was introduced to that concept in 2002, and I've really devoted my life to it ever since. With 2006 is the year that Truth and Equity was born. And uh, through the years and through our unique business model, what we've been able to do is we've taken a first lien HELOC mortgage only pay off your mortgage strategy to a banking strategy that anybody that earns an income can use for whatever financial purpose they have, whether pay off debt, invest, it really doesn't matter what they do with the money. We just teach them a better way to flow their income and extinguish that debt four times faster than anybody else. So that's really what we've been able to do over the years is taking it from a, a very uh, one and only program to a consumer friendly program for everybody. Let's start with what the problem is that you're helping to solve. What is the problem with the way Americans bank and borrow today? Well, and on the surface, you know, we're pay off your mortgage, pay off your debt, guys. But again, through our experience over time, and we've discovered that the real problem is the traditional methods of banking and borrowing. Uh, you know, if you think about where, do, where does all our income go? Paydays, paychecks. If we started that early pro part of the process, we're depositing trillions of dollars into the banking system and all we really end up at the end of the day is being able to pay our bills and low rate and low payment loans. Because I don't know if you know this statistic, Jordan, but right now consumers owe approximately $16 trillion in debt. Right. Household and non-household, right? So that's everything. Well, in 2003, we owed $8 trillion. So in 20 years, we have, we have doubled our debt load. Now, the question is why? You know, is it new new borrowers? Yeah, new people are entering the, the field and financing their dreams. There's a large percentage of that 16 trillion just carry over debt year after year, generation after generation. And then part of that too is new consumers that are, uh, you know, popping in. But the bottom line is if, if we look at why, I boil it down to we have to look at the way we bank and borrow. You know, because it's the model that we, we operate under. And it's also the education that we receive because we don't receive any education in the school system, the school curriculum. Everything we do, we've been taught by the bankers and the financial institutions. And uh, I don't think anybody's trying to harm us, but the traditional model is all we have ever done. And the result is doubled our debt in 20 years. And that's what we focus on. It's the model of how we bank and borrow and we've discovered that all that income flowing through checking accounts isn't doing us any favors chasing low rates and low payments is 
all done is double the debt. So it goes above and beyond how much you make, where you went to school, where you live, or what your interest rate is. It boils down to we're not getting enough production out of our income. That's really what it boils down to. So who profits from the current system if not consumers? Well, that's pretty obvious. Anybody that's selling you the stuff that we got, you know, banks profit off checking accounts. I'm not, I don't have a problem with anybody making a buck. And you know, that's so many people think that we have to vilify everybody to give us a reason to do something. And I'm not vilifying those people. They, you know, they're just running a very profitable model. They don't know any better, right? Because everybody that's running the financial system today, they, it's just passed down. They're doing everything they did 20, 30 years ago. So I'm not vilifying anybody. I just, I just attack the model by which we bank and borrow. You know, because the bank's making money with our checking accounts. Uh, they don't make as much money on loans as everybody thinks because they're actually selling those loans. But whoever owns your debt is making money and they'll continue to make money as long as we continue to operate the way they tell us to operate. And that's what has to change because if we change it at the street level and i've proven this over 16 years if we change it at the street level it will change everything from the bottom up instead of trying to change it from the top down are there other countries in the world that are using the system you're talking about in a large way honestly i don't know because i haven't traveled the world honestly i haven't done much research but what i do know for sure is that the Australians quit doing this a long time ago. And I've got an Australian buddy who I work with, the, the Australian bank that started this whole thing. And he flat out said it went away because Australians are no smarter than Americans. Buy and consume, you know, earn and consume, earn and consume. And I know this sounds a little arrogant, but he's, bottom line, he says they, they don't have you. If, they'd be, if the Australians were taught what I teach, it would still be going on there. And I don't know what they're doing, if they're doing this in Europe or not. All I know is I just focus on the U.S. market because we need it more than anybody else needs it. <laughs> so just give us, we're going to go into it in much more detail, but just give us the kind of summary of what a difference it will make in people's lives to use your truth and equity system compared to the traditional banking and borrowing model. Well, the first recognizable benefit is the decrease in stress because so many people are stressed about managing their money based on what we've been told and taught you know chasing due dates and chasing payments and managing it paycheck to paycheck to paycheck to paycheck and once we implement my program to where we're not chasing due dates anymore because i help people establish one bill pay day my customers my students they pay all their bills on one day and the reason we do that is so their income stays in that line of credit and saves them as much interest as possible. But taking the stress load off of managing the budget nickel by nickel, penny by penny is probably the biggest benefit. Number two is the immediate increase in cash flow, improvement in cash flow, meaning less is going out the door on a monthly basis than before truth and equity. And that's because we've taken ownership of debt that we can take ownership of. Because there's one thing I try to teach people, we don't need those people's help to repay a debt. We don't, you know? I mean, making a payment, 
I mean, that's all that you're doing to repay a debt, but we're following everybody else's rules like it's some mysterious thing and there's only one way to do it. And that couldn't be the farthest thing from the truth. So again, improving cash flow is, uh, is number two. And number three, now this isn't as immediate as the other two, but in over three, six, 12 month time frame, to watch debt melt away like an ice cube under a hairdryer is, it's almost an indescribable event for people because it's, they had no idea that that was even possible. And then once they experience it, it's like they walked into a whole new world, whole new country. Yeah. So a key part of the strategy is using a HELOC, home equity line of credit, which is a variable rate. It's tied to the prime rate. In the last year, the Federal Reserve raised rates seven times. So the rates on HELOCs have gone up pretty dramatically. How does that impact uh, the effectiveness of the strategy? Uh, I'll be honest, it slows the process. You know, if we had a, this for sake of argument, you know, a year long payoff, you know, on a specific amount, the higher rates might take it to one year and three months, maybe one year and six months. So it slows the process, but it's not devastating, right? It doesn't stop or negate the benefits of what we do and what we teach. So it really just slows things down for most people. Has the HELOC market changed so it's more difficult to get a HELOC today than it was a few years ago? No, not really. You know, because it's all it's all based on the the uh, bar or lendability of the borrower. You know, so you still, if you got good credit, you're good. If you got enough equity, you're good, and you got the income to prove you can repay it. So as long as you meet those three criteria, you're going to get the loan. Uh, what I have found them doing, though, and this is I, I'm doing the same thing before they did, but uh, they're reducing their loan to values because you know. Banks were here 12 years ago, saw the drop in values, and we're all seeing that now, and we're going to see some more of it. So they're they're lowering their uh, risk ceiling, if you will. And what I do on my side is knowing because I was there 12 years ago. I just I just don't base the HELOC size on the current home value. I try to reduce that by 10 to 20 percent knowing it's going to fall, and then I base my HELOC recommendation on a lower amount. What was the loan to value before, and what is it uh, they're giving these days? Uh, 90. Now they're coming down to 80. Some are coming down to 70. You know, and again, it's all kind of borrower to borrower based on what they see in their credit profile. But I can tell you, getting a, a rental or a HELOC on a rental property, that is, they've taken those away. That is a difficult animal to find. So it's pr pretty much primary homes. And, and does this work for commercial properties as well? Absolutely. And, I'll, and, and let me just pinpoint, because you said it, what you need is a HELOC. Well, you don't need a HELOC. You need a revolving credit instrument. You need the revolving door, whether that be a home equity line of credit, personal unsecured line of credit, or even a credit card, Jordan. I mean, I'm teaching people how to do this on a credit card. They don't have, you don't have to be a homeowner. You just need the revolving credit instrument and a stable income, and you are a candidate. I mean, the vast majority of your customers are using HELOCs, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, we go after HELOCs just because, you know, again, it gives us the opportunity for the best rate environment, and generally we can get access to more money.
Very good. Okay, we're going to take a break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Bill Westrom. He is the CEO of Truth in Equity. Uh, he does what's called the credit line banking system to help you pay your debts off much more quickly. Uh, the website for him is truthinequity.com. We'll be back after this. Nobody likes the guy who says, I told you so. The guy in 1991 who said to you, invest in the internet, it's going to be huge. Or the guy in 1997 who said, come on, this is going to be big. They call it social media. And the guy in 2009 who said, I'm telling you, man, crypto is real. Now, I'm not going to be that guy who says, I told you so. But I am telling you that there is a 21-year-old international company where you can become a global project partner, earning a passive income doing exactly what you're doing at this moment. No selling, no recruiting clients, no administering a business after hours. Visit www.mypassiveincome.life now. That's mypassiveincome.life. Don't let history repeat itself on this one. Earn a passive income. Now listen again. That's mypassiveincome.life. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Bill Westrom. He's the CEO of Truth in Equity, which uh, follows the credit line banking system to help you pay your debts off much more quickly than you might think possible. Their website to find out more is truthinequity.com. Welcome back to the show, Bill. Hello, Jordan. Thanks. Explain credit line banking as a kind of a concept, just to kind of explain the concept behind credit line banking. All right. You know, and I get this question a lot. So what I've tried to do is just break it down to the most elementary aspects of what we're doing here. And really at the most basic level we're just changing the flow of the money through the current banking system and that means we flow it from a checking account into that line of credit and I try to t teach my customers to think of that line of credit not as a debt not as somebody else's money it's your little bank vault you know they've given you access to x amount of dollars it's like a credit card use it pay it back anything you want and the beauty of flowing the money through that line of credit is that it, it has to be treated like a payment by the bank. It, it, as a debt, they can't, if you're going to send money to it, they can't treat it any other way. So if you look at your paycheck versus the minimum monthly payment, you can see that your paycheck is a very large payment and that will suppress that balance to its lowest possible level, which means 
the bank can only charge you interest on that low level. So you're really manipulating the balance with your paycheck through your own little bank vault. And like I tell people, I'm going to teach you how to bank like a banker. And that is the quintessential element of being a banker. Leverage your income for financial gain. And when you push that money into a line of credit, it is immediate. You immediately save interest. The moment they take that check, you are saving interest. And then, of course, that's the goal with the income is to save as much as possible by suppressing that balance. And then when it comes to paying bills, you know, that's a big part of my service is, you know, on bill pay day, pay everybody on one day. And that ensures you're, you're saving the most amount of interest with your income. Everybody still gets paid the way they expect to get paid, just on your terms instead of theirs. And then if we reconcile at the end of the month, you know, if we take income that went in, subtract expenses that came out, that's going to give you your surplus number, as I call it, or positive cash flow, discretionary income. But the difference between income and expenses will equate to how much you pay back for the month. And $10,000 of income, you can save interest on the 10 grand. And if you pull eight grand in expenses at the end on bill pay day, and we reconcile, well, there's a $2,000 difference between your 10,000 income and 8,000 expenses. And that too, and you're gonna end up paying back $2,000 on the line of credit for that month. It's because the money that you have in the credit line is pushing down the credit line, and therefore you're paying interest only on the outstanding balance compared to the traditional system where with a 30-year mortgage, you make the same payment every month for 30 years with all the interest front-end loaded and make very little progress on the principal. Is that the, the difference between the two? Well, no, I'll take it deeper than that. The difference is, and again, whether it be a mortgage or you know any other debt, while your income is, while your income is sitting in that checking account, calculate your return. What are you getting out of that money sitting in that bank account? There's no return or a negligible amount, right? But the bank is taking that money and they're making lots of money. They're leveraging it, right? So if your money's sitting in your checking account doing nothing and, and you've got debt in that line of credit, because with the mortgage, the mortgage is just going to calculate interest its normal way because you can't throw anything. You can only make one payment, right? There's no fluidity to that. But when we got the, the line of credit, it is fluid. Right. So again, when that money goes in, you're just reducing the balance and the balance is what's costing the money. The balance is what's used to calculate interest. So you're just suppressing that balance, manipulating that balance with your paycheck to save interest. Now, the the, line, the mortgage is still going to charge interest the same way. Balance times rate divided by time. It's just that the average daily balance in your mortgage is always the same because you're not moving money in and out of it but the line of credit is fluid and that's moving up and down because you've got control. And so you're taking money from the line of credit in a, uh, a block amount and moving it to the uh, first mortgage, say, to pay that down somewhat and then paying off the flexible line, the, the, the um, HELOC, line, liquid line, yeah. right? Yeah, precisely. And the reason we do that, and that's really where we've taken this from a first lien HELOC to a banking strategy is that you don't, I don't do first lien HELOCs. I can, I get it, I understand it, but I'm fielding phone calls today from people that got first lien HELOCs from somebody else or through somebody else's advice. 
and their interest rate has is up five points. Right, I mean, it's killing them, and it's not because of the interest rate; it's because they got a first lien HELOC and a big six figure number. That is suicide. So that's in the last year, as rates have gone up so dramatically, that's exposed them to a lot of risk they wouldn't have had had they kept their money, most of it, in the uh, fixed uh, precisely your mortgage at three or four percent. Correct. So yeah. they're not exposing their money to risk by having most of it. Now that's not available today because mortgage rates have gone up so much. Right today, you might be in the six or seven percent range for, for well, precisely. You know, and I really feel bad for those people that replaced their mortgage with a HELOC based on what somebody else told them or what they didn't tell them. Because a lot of those guys, they can't even explain how this works, and it, it's just it, it makes them feel bad that these people got into that situation, and now there's there's nothing you can do about it really from the standpoint of getting out of it, because there's no benefit of you know getting into a fixed rate 7% 30 year. Right. So that's why I do the two loan scenario, because if you start with a, a second HELOC at zero, you know, you haven't used any of the money yet. Well, you're in a hundred percent control of how much you borrow. And when you're in control of how much you take out of that line of credit, you're in control of the cost, no matter what the rate is. And so that's why I do it this way for lack, you know, just protection. And we can still accomplish the same goal because the, it's the income, whether you're in a first lien, second lien, HELOC, unsecured line, it's your money that's doing the work, not the, the loan. The loan is just the vehicle to move money in and out. It's the money that's making it all happen. And so if you're doing it in a two-loan scenario and doing it in chunks, you're still getting the same results because it's your money that's doing the job. And when you do the two loan scenario, you know, again, but based on the example I just gave, your positive month end cash flow is the most important number there is for acceleration, the $2,000. When you're in a first lien and that rate goes up two or three, four, five points, that money's just coming out of your surplus. So your 2000 goes to 1500 or 1250. And now you've really slowed the process down. And it's only going to take another bump half a point to three quarters to just start chewing that up to where it's all gone. Where the but there are other companies out there who've tried the strategy or, or to tell people about the strategy, but have done it wrong. And those people are getting hurt now because they went to first line HELOCs that are subject to uh, rates going up as they have in the last year. So you're saying people have know about the strategy, but have done it wrong in many cases, have been led down the wrong path. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, I, I won't go as far as say they did it wrong. They just didn't do it the best way they could have done it. And, you know, I know all these other guys out there that are talking because they've been they followed us. I mean, we were the only guys standing 12 years ago. And you made a point earlier that I got to correct because these guys are using the same argument to get out of a first mortgage. It's front loaded and compound interest. That's their argument of why to get out of a first mortgage and why they're so evil. Well, I'm here to tell the public that is 100% false. Those are myths. It, they cannot be proven mathematically. And front-loaded, you know, you can't front-load interest on a debt that you pay interest in arrears. You know, it's January 2023. We can't pay July 23 interest today. It hasn't shown up. So when we make when we made January's payment, we paid December interest. So you can't front load it and compounding 
Well, that's illegal for creditors to charge you interest on interest. And again, there's no mathematical formula to prove it. What I can prove is that it's compound interest savings. Because, you know, everybody knows when you make a payment, next month's payment, the interest has gone down and principal has gone up. Well, that's because the balance fell a little bit from your last payment and the interest savings from one month to the other becomes principal reduction. And that compounds on itself. The problem with 30-year mortgages is that's only on a buck and a half of savings, right? But every debt is compound interest savings, not compound interest cost. And with credit line banking, uh, you know, the, the interest savings from month to month in the line of credit can be 10, 15, 25, $30 a month instead of the buck and a half. And so that really gets things moving. And the reason you can save so much interest on the HELOC is because you're manipulating the balance and you're accelerating the payoff, which improves the compounded interest savings process. So let everybody know that for sure. Conventional loans are not compound interest in front loan. Mathematically impossible. They're compound interest savings, paying interest in arrears. Don't replace your mortgage. <laughs> when people hear about this and the potential, they tend to be skeptical. Uh, how do you get people over their skepticism that, in fact, they're going to save such a huge amount of money over such a short period of time? Well, to be honest with you, the only way I can do it is through visualizations and teaching people, you know, one on one how the math works so they don't have to take any of my word for it. Um, that's really the best way is to spend time and let me give you the education that you didn't get in school. Let me prove it all out with the math so you don't have to take my word for it. Other than that, uh, that's the bane of my existence, Jordan, because people are just, they're so scared of making a change. And it's only because they don't know anything exists outside of what they already know. Because we, you know, the way we've been banking and borrowing today is exactly the same it was in the 70s and the 80s. And that's why I try to stress to people, right? It's nothing to do with how much you make, your education or the interest rate. It's all based on what we've been, how we've been taught to bank and borrow. It's the model by which we bank and borrow. That's the problem. So education, spend some time with somebody that's got an unbiased opinion of your future in regards to this and just get the education. Very good. We're going to take another break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Bill Westrom. He's the CEO of Truth in Equity, which is a service that helps you learn how to apply this to your own situation so you can pay your debts off much more quickly using what the, the, the strategy called credit line banking. Uh, the website to find out more again is truthinequity.com. We'll be back after this. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Do you or someone you love have a life insurance policy that's no longer needed or not affordable? 
Did you know that you can sell your policy for cash? Your reason for buying life insurance has probably changed. Thousands of Americans turn to life insurance settlements to help sell their policies. They act as your representative, getting the highest market offer for you. You've got nothing to lose by simply inquiring. If you're over 64 with $100,000 or more of life insurance, you may already qualify. Call 877-485-6681 to get your free non-binding appraisal or visit FundingLife.com. Life Insurance Settlements. Discover the true value of your life insurance. 877-485-6681. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Bill Westrom. He's the CEO of Truth in Equity, which runs what's called the Credit Line Banking System as a way to help you pay your debts off more quickly. Uh, the website to find out more is truthinequity.com. Welcome back to the show, Bill. Thank you, Jordan. Tell people what they're going to see at truthinequity.com and just kind of go through the process that people go through uh, to engage you to, to help them implement this credit line banking system. Okay. Well, when people get to Truth and Equity, you know, we're like every other website. That's a storefront and, you know, typical stuff. But the most important thing that we can obtain through the process is what we call your personal profile. And that's basically your budget as it sits today. What do you owe, what do you earn, what do you spend? Now, once we have that information, uh, then it's gonna flow through our proprietary amortization modeling program. And a lot of people don't know about this because we're the only ones that have it and we don't sell it to anybody, but it's, started Truth and Equity because in 2005, I built the one and only month-to-month -month amortization table uh, that for this particular strategy, and it's modeled right after a standard regular amortization table for a conventional loan. And so everybody that comes through the process before they become a student, we have an online meeting, we get that data, that budget data, and it flows through that line of credit, or that, excuse me, the um, amortization model. And we do this with the the consumer you know it's a one-on-one -on -one online meeting because we got nothing to hide and we want them to see exactly how this works month to month rate by rate dollar by dollar year by year and so we'll see exactly how quickly it can pay off we can see exactly how much interest they're going to spend we can calculate how much interest they're going to save based compared to what they're doing and it's really a fun meeting because it's really really eye-opening when you see what your life is capable of under this environment when you put your income to work for you instead of everybody else it's an amazing the results are flabbergasted literally 
when people see that right in front of them, they see a spreadsheet month by month how much they're going to save. Why do some people still not believe it when they actually see it right in front of them? Uh, again, it's it's their own personal beliefs based on what they've been told and who taught them. And, you know, a lot of people manage their money because grandma and grandma, grandpa told them how to manage money. A lot of people are managing money because their banker told them how to do it. So that's the biggest challenge is, I said it earlier, getting people to understand there's life outside the wall. Yeah. You know, just because it's different, just because it's... It, does, it goes against the grain of everything that I've ever been taught doesn't mean it's wrong and it doesn't work. I mean, I've been here for, this is our 17th year. We've been through two economic debacles and I don't care what kind of business you're in. You can't survive unless you got something that works. And the, the real beauty of it with the relationship with us, because it is a relationship, you know, relationship is the transaction, right? As opposed to, Everything else, you get you hand them the money, and that's the transaction. It's all over after that. Well, with us, when we get the money, that's when the whole thing starts. And so it's not just seeing it on the screen, because my service uh, dictates. I mean, it's my mandate. My the service is mandated that we get together on a monthly basis to review your activity, you know, and we do performance review meetings. So. Yeah, we have a higher rate on the line of credit, but I'll do the math and show them we didn't pay that interest rate. You know, so it's what you get after you pay is where the magic really happens because we are tied at the hip. And I tell every one of my students, I want you to know what I know because I'm only getting paid once. Whatever we do in the future, there's no no charge and you pay me to help you reach the goal. And it doesn't matter if that goal changes, which it always does. You know, life life is fluid and things change, circumstances change. And and this this strategy, this program is just as malleable as everybody else, everybody's life. So it moves with you up, down, sideways. It doesn't matter what you're doing. And the beauty of working with us is we're the ultimate wingman. So it doesn't matter where you're going and what's happening. We're always in your corner. And uh, if you ever, you know, and you want to know, well, how are we doing and are we on pace? I provide all that information. I teach people how to do their own evaluation down the road. So it's so, a very special relationship that we have just above and beyond, you know, paying back debt. Before people sign up and pay for anything, they see in advance what the benefit is going to be to them in dollars and cents over a particular period of time, correct? Absolutely. Nobody gets an invite to truth and equity without that process because I need to know what we're looking at moving forward because we're going to be doing it together and I'm not going to bring anybody on board. I'm not taking anybody's money if I can see they're going to fail because that, that makes me the bad guy, not them. So what would be the reason for somebody to fail? Who is this not appropriate for? Uh, somebody that just you know, there just isn't anything left over at the end of the month. No matter how hard we try to squeeze nickels out of the budget, there just isn't enough to make the acceleration process or involvement with credit, with truth and equity viable. So when I see that, I'm just not going to take anybody's money. Uh, second of all, if they their current situation and their past dictates they're just not fiscally responsible, they may not be responsible enough to handle something like this, then I'm not gonna send them an invite. And then lastly, if we're looking at 
a change in life, say going from full-time income to retirement income, you know, cause I can, we can look out into the future. So if somebody's working today, it's going to retire in two years, we can make that income adjustment that sometimes tosses them out. Um, I've turned down a couple that, you know, they were great candidates, dual income, but they had planned on having children and stay at home mom. And that changes the scenario a lot. And I just told him, look, if you don't have kids, we can work together. If you're going to have kids, I can't take your money. And how about their credit rating and their lendability? Well, obviously, if that's a problem, then, you know, if we can't get them through the underwriting process, then it's all all for naught. So if you're just not lendable, you're not lendable, and there's nothing I can do about that. Though, you know, my 30 years experience in banking, you know, I'm going to find some remedies that I can recommend. I've had lots of people do that through the years. You know, they're just not lendable. And so, okay, you got to get your credit score up or whatever the case might be. And I'll hear back from somebody a year or two years later. You know, hey, Bill, I got it. Did it. Let's go. So even if, if we talk and we can't work together today, uh, I'll do everything in my power to help make sure we can work together down the road because it's in both our favors. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think we just take a very simple example and, and just kind of show people how this works. Say you had a house worth 300000 You bought it for 300000 And say you have a 200000 first mortgage at 4%. You got it, you know, two or three years ago. Okay. And you want, and that 20, uh, 200000 would normally take you 30 years to pay off, just to give an example. So what mm-hmm. is an example of how you would get a HELOC to help pay that 200000 down much faster than over 30 years? Okay. Well, if we were at three hundred thousand, at and that's our home value, the bank right. is going to loan us, give us a value. They're going to loan on a value of two forty, which is eighty percent loan to value. So that's two forty is eighty percent of three hundred. Right now, we subtract our two hundred thousand dollar first mortgage, and that would allow us a HELOC of forty grand. Right. All right. Now, depending on the cash flow, everything, all my decisions, recommendations, et cetera, when it, at this stage comes down to positive cash flow. Okay, what do we have left over at the end of the month? And let's say, for sake of argument, on average, that's 1500 bucks a month, which is kind of common, actually. Um, $1,500 a month left over. So that would be 18,000 a year. So we'd pull $18,000 out of the line of credit, throw it at the first mortgage. That 200 now becomes 182. So we have 182 on the first, 18 on the second. Follow? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Now the interesting thing on that, on the first mortgage is now down to 182. Well, now, even though the payment remains the same, now the interest and the principal have changed because we dropped the balance. Remember, the balance costs us the money. So we're paying less interest now on the 182 than we were at 200, which is a real benefit because those interest savings get converted to principal reduction. So you're, it's kind of like you're adding principal to the, to the payment without adding it to the check. It's a slick deal. All right, now we got the 18 grand at 4%. But we're not going to pay interest on 18 grand because our income is going to go in. 
So let's say it's 10,000 in income for the month. So 18,000 minus 10 would leave us a balance of eight grand. That's what they're gonna charge us interest on, not the 18, because our income manipulated the balance. Now it's uh, eight grand, you know, the interest rate's gonna be much higher, it's gonna be double, but that's okay because we didn't invest in interest rates, we invested in a house and let's complete the purchase. So I, you know, all my customers, I said, just focus on the balance, interest will take care of itself and they do. And so, okay, now we've got uh, 18 grand, we got our income went in, so our balance is now down at eight. And for sake of argument, our expenses are uh, 8,500 because we have $1,500 positive cash flow. Okay. Yep. So we have to add that $8,500 withdrawal for expenses back to our balance of $1,800. So now we pop it back up to $16,500. That's our new balance at the end of the month after one month of running credit line banking. So we started at $18,000. We ended at $16,500. The difference, $1,500. We put in $10,000 in income, we took out 8,500 in expenses, $1,500 difference. And if we average that for 12 months, 1,500 times 12, means we've got $18,000 paid off in the HELOC in 12 months. And through normal payments on your mortgage, I'd have to do the math specifically, but on average, it's about that kind of loan, you're probably paying back 5,500 a year to 6,000. So, one year of credit line banking, you'll pay back approximately $24,000 in mortgage debt. When if you just did it traditionally, you'd only been paid back six grand. Yeah, they're very powerful numbers and, and people see it customized for their own uh, situation. Okay, we're going to take another break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Bill Westrom. Uh, he teaches the credit line banking system that you just saw uh, demonstrators, how powerful it can be. Uh, the website you can find out more about them is truthinequity.com. We'll be back after this. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you a homeowner tired of making monthly mortgage payments with little progress towards paying down your principal? Does paying off your home in five to seven years without making larger or more frequent payments sound appealing? Paying off your home in full in five to seven years is really possible thanks to Truth in Equity's Mortgage Equity Optimization System, a money management approach that puts your money to work for you 24-7. If you own a home with some equity, have a decent credit score and verifiable income, you owe it to yourself to learn more about Truth in Equity's program. There's no need to replace your mortgage or refinance in many cases. The system works for new home purchases as well as current mortgages. Your home is your largest investment. Own it outright in five to seven years. Call Truth and Equity, 888-262-5540 or visit truthandequity.com, 888-262-5540. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Bill Westrom, CEO of truthinequity.com, which is a system that helps people pay their debts off much quicker using the, the concept of credit line banking, 
You can find out more again at truthinequity.com. Welcome back to the show, Bill. Thank you, Jordan. So why don't you give us an example or two of some people you've brought through the system and what kind of a difference it's made in their lives? Well, I'm going to give you a most recent because I just got an email over the weekend and I'm kind of going back to your question of what do people get when they're working with us and the relationship. Well, a couple out in New York, they've actually been with me for about 10 years and he sends me an email and he says, Bill, he says, I'm one of your most successful truth and equity customers. I've paid off my mortgage several times since I've known you. We're moving to Florida. I need your help. So we're going to get on the phone together and I'm going to help him restructure his finances for his move to Florida and he's not going to get charged a dime. But that's an example of a very successful guy that's done a lot of great things with the this strategy. Uh, other than that, we could sit here for three hours with me giving you crazy successful stories. But one of my favorite is I got a couple that was in their late 20s that was carrying $262,000 in student loan debt. And unfortunately, the gal, it was the wife that it was her education. Her payments were based on her income. So she was out there making an income based on an undergraduate degree because she didn't want to make more money and have a bigger payment. And that is the, that was a sad, sad thing for me. However, we got him involved in the program and they had that 262 paid off in five, five years because she was able to go earn what she was worth for one aspect of it. But yeah, 262 grand in five years. They paid three quarters of their mortgage off within the next three years. And they just actually relocated from Virginia to Atlanta. And their new mortgage on their new big house is a third of what it would have been if they wouldn't have uh, met, met us eight years ago. They built up so much equity so much quickly, much more quickly when they sold, they didn't have to pay off as big a mortgage is what you're saying. Yeah, and they got rid of $1,800 worth of student loan payments. That, that was the real kicker. That's what really made it happen for them is they got out from underneath that student loan debt that was just suffocating them. And they would have, that would have suffocated them for years. So this is not just about paying off mortgage debt. How does this work for other debts? As you say, student loans, car loans, credit cards. How does this bring other debts into the picture? Well, that's the beauty of doing it in a two loan scenario and not, you know, all in one loan. Because when you get that, if you get a HELOC with a zero balance, the line of credit doesn't care what you do with the money. Either does the bank, for that matter, as long as it's not anything illegal. But again, the loan doesn't know where the money's going. So what we did with uh, the Hastings is we started with 40 grand out of the line of credit and threw it at the student loans. And now their student loans were set up to where if they prepaid principal, they their monthly payment went away. And so once we made that first $40,000 payment, they never had to make another monthly payment because we paid the 40 grand off before payments kicked in. That Because that 40 grand was almost two years worth of payments and we were paying off the 40 in 12 to 18. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm -hmm. And so we just used 40 grand, 40 grand, 40 grand, 40 grand. And at any time we could divert you know, we could split that 20, 20 to student loans, 20 to mortgage debt. Because again, 
we can do anything we want with the money once we have it. And that's my first question when I you know, talk to people, you know, what, what do you want to do first? What's your biggest pain point? Because we can do anything people want. And a lot of times, you know, people want to get rid of the mortgage, the mortgage, the mortgage. And I always come back and say, look, that's housing. Whether you have a mortgage or not, you got to pay for housing. And that's the cheapest house cost for housing you have right now. So just we'll get to the mortgage. We want to get to the other stuff because that's money that's leaving our hands that we want back in that line of credit. And I'll take that that statement back to earlier. Acquire capital and retain. We don't need their help to repay loans. So let's own that debt, get those payments back under our control, expedite the payoff of that non-household stuff. And then when we do get to the mortgage, we are rocking and rolling because we've got all that money that was leaving is now being devoted to mortgage debt. There are places in the country where home prices are actually starting to fall a little bit, where the economy is getting weakened. What impact would falling home values have on the strategy? Well, uh, it affects our ability. It affects the size of the HELOC we can get because, you know, the it's all based on equity. And so if home values are falling, we're losing equity as that goes. So there's, you know, again, with that, you just got to pay attention to the market and be wise. And that's why I'm telling people don't get HELOCs based on today's value. Reduce that value by 10 to 20% and then base your HELOC amount because that way you're automatically protecting yourself no matter what happens. Because I don't, I firmly believe we're not going to see what we saw 12 years ago because it's a whole different animal. But we can be proactive based on previous experience. Just what but, did but, but can, I, can I add real quick? Because I didn't, I want to finish that off. Okay. The number one thing to do is have a personal unsecured line of credit. Because that personal unsecured line of credit, it's the same animal as a HELOC. It's just not secured by property and the interest rate's going to be higher. Right? But the, the functionality of the program does not have to stop. And I've had a lot, you know, lots of customers through the years. Well, let me take that back. After the bubble popped, I had to deal with that. Over the last 10 years, I haven't had to deal with it at all. But again, those people that had that have had HELOCs frozen, we just go get an unsecured line of credit and we use that to pay back the HELOC and we just continue the process just out of a different venue. It was a long time ago, but do tell people what happened in the 2008-2009 credit crunch and how that affected HELOCs. Well, well, when the bubble popped, the reason the bubble popped is that started 10 years ago because the bubble basically popped in 2009. But in 1999, Bill Clinton demanded everybody gets to own a home and demanded all the banks start lending money. And that's when, you know, if you could fog a mirror, you were getting a mortgage. And all that did was that blew up home prices because we flooded the market with buyers and there was bidding wars. It was crazy. But that's how the bubble inflated and it was built on a house of cards because these people that were getting these loans, they weren't going to repay them. And if you haven't watched The Big Short, the movie The Big Short, you go yeah. watch that movie because that is the best description of what happened. You just got to be not too sensitive with language. <laughs> There's a lot of language. Um, but again, that's what happened in 2009 when the bubble popped. It was, just, it was a house of cards that fell over. 
now it's a little different because all the lending rules change. So all the loans that have been produced for the last 10, 12 years, it's all A grade paper. You know, it's, it's, it's built on a solid foundation. It's the economy that's rocking it now. So as I like to put it, when it popped last time, it was the, the, the structure that fell down this time around, it's the foundation that's shaking and not so much the building. Uh, but, you know, back then, I mean, we were losing values. I mean, we lost 50% value across the board practically in a matter of weeks. And we're not going to see that now. It's going to be a slow fall. And it's more of a market correction now than it is anything else. In the roughly two minutes we have left, kind of summarize what difference it'll make in people's financial lives if they use the credit line banking system we've described in the hour of the show. It can change every aspect of your life from your stress level, your attitude to the pocketbook and, you know, your balance sheet. And it has all those effects because you're changing the model and the model is what's causing everybody their angst right now. It's not anything but giving our money away. And with this strategy, it just reverses the field. It levels the playing field because the consumer gets more production, if you will, their, their money's doing more for them than just buying them coffee and car payments. It's putting your money to work. And it's hard to, this is the hard part about marketing my business and talking about it because the benefits are intangible and you, you can't feel them. You can't understand them until you're living them. It's kind of like having a baby, Jordan. You and I will, no matter how hard we try, we're never going to know what it feels like to have a baby. Yes. You got to have the baby to know what it feels like to have a baby. And, <laughs> you know, and this is kind of the same thing. So I can talk a lot about the warm and fuzzy feelings that people get and what I've experienced. And it's, again, nothing short of amazing at every turn. And even 16 years of doing this, it's like it's all brand new to me every day with what people can achieve. Yeah. But it's just really a matter of just getting your hand on the wheel and living it. And it's the scary part for everybody is getting behind the wheel like it was when we first started driving. It was scary until we, you know, a few trips around the block. Oh, OK, I get this. Yes. And I'm the same way. Very good. Well, thanks so much. My guest this hour has been Bill Westrom. He's the CEO of Truth in Equity. Uh, who runs the credit line banking system. You've heard how it could save huge amounts in paying off your debts much more quickly than you ever thought possible. You can find out more at truthinequity.com. Thanks so much for being on The Money Answer Show, Bill. Thank you, Jordan, for the opportunity as always. Thanks again, and we'll be back next week with another edition of The Money Answer Show. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and The Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.